Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Good evening. You are listening to Radio Islam, and I am your host, Tariq El Amin. You've tuned in to WCEV 1450 AM, and we stream live and reach the world at www.wcev1450.com. If you haven't already done so, Radio Islam family, well, I know the Radio Islam family has done so, but those of you who are new to Radio Islam, take a moment and stop by whatever your social media platform of choice is, uh, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Make sure that you like or follow our page. We'd love to uh, connect with you, hear what you think. Uh, if you have a question that you would like, oh, as a matter of fact, don't let me jump ahead of myself. Um, at any of those platforms, you will find us at Radio Islam USA. That's at Radio Islam USA. So if you would like to uh, reach us by phone, if you have a question or a comment that you'd like to pose, feel free to give us a call at 312-750-1178. That is 312-750-1178. What else do I want to share with my Radio Islam family? Oh, let's not forget, RadioIslam.com www.radioislam.com That is your destination. That's the place for you to go if you'd like to see uh, some of the the behind-the-scenes workings, Uh, guest bios, pictures, uh, articles, uh, things of that nature. You can go to radioislam.com and see those things. And the last thing I'm going to tell you is that make sure that you are getting the podcast because I'm sure that you appreciate the conversations that you hear hear right here, uh, and you may want to revisit them, share them with, uh, with friends, And you can find our podcast at SoundVision or Google Play, iTunes, or TuneIn. So basically, wherever you get your uh, podcasts, you will find Radio Islam there. And once again, we, uh, we, uh, we love feedback from the Radio Islam family. So that being said, tonight, tonight, uh, tonight I'm pulling, I'm pulling double duty. Uh, We are without the impressive one, uh, Ibrahim Baig. Uh, who is normally on the boards taking care of the sound and all of that good stuff, uh, as well as he's he's also the associate producer here. Uh, But tonight I am on the boards and behind the mic, so we're going to see how this goes, right? (laughs) So so make make, make a dua, say a prayer for your brother over here. Uh, But I am definitely in good company. Uh, Tonight we have in the studio with us, we have Imam Omar Abdul Karim, who is the imam and executive director at the Ephraim Barha Cultural Center. And they are a phenomenal uh, community and organization uh, that has uh, that has set a, a really high bar as far as the uh, type of um, intrafaith engagement, the type of uh, community uh, service, um, uh, just, a, just a wonderful uh, organization. I'm also proud to call this brother a friend. So... Uh, but he is here with us, and uh, we extend the greetings to him. Assalamu alaikum. Okay, you know what? So I get one, right? I get one because I just greeted him, and he greeted me back, and you all couldn't hear that. So I'm going to say that again. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. Okay, so we've got you coming through, uh, got your levels up, you're sounding good. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, so thank you so much for, for, for being here. And, uh, <laughs> you know, just to, to share a bit about, first of all, uh, mm-hmm. some, some folks uh, that are listening, uh, mm-hmm. spe- well, particularly we have listeners that are uh, worldwide okay. uh, listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those who are in the local area, in the mm-hmm. Chicagoland area, tell, tell folks a bit about um, some of the history of the Ephraim Baha Cultural Center and, and where it's at and, mm-hmm. you know, its mission. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to give praise and thanks to Almighty God uh, for blessing me to be here. And I thank you, uh, Imam Tariq, for the invitation uh, to oh. be here. Absolutely. Um, the Ifram Baha Cultural Center is a uh, community faith, ba- Islamic faith-based organization. And uh, just a little bit of history, just quick, because, you know, history can get kind of long. <laughs> but it started from a small group of people who was interested in trying to have representation of their faith in the area that they lived in. So uh, they began to uh, put their resources together, and they began to, you know, uh, hold uh, 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 prayer and classes and different places like that. And and as you can remember, it was on 86 and Ashland Mm -hmm. at that particular time, you (laughs) know. So uh, over time, uh, Allah blessed the uh, community to grow. Uh, We began to um, engage the community. We began to get out in the community. Uh, and that was the time that uh, we actually picked up, back up what we call the World Patronism Day Parade. Mm. And we did about two of them. I don't know if you remember that at that particular time. Yeah. So we did about, we did about uh, two of the parades. And uh, then we came up with the concept of what we call the Walk for More Excellence. Yeah. Because it was important for us to begin to let the community know who we were. Uh, uh, to begin to engage the community and begin to, uh, you know, build relationships in the community. So um, we started our first Walk for More Excellence. And as we began to grow, the community began to grow and family and, you know, place was so, so, so big, we couldn't hardly get around each other. We thought it was time to get someplace bigger. So Allah blessed us. And there was a brother, I never forget, and I called him an angel, you know what I'm saying? Because he was there, he helped us, and then he just disappeared. You know, he used to be at, like, he was like at Juma every day, you know, every Friday. And he would hear us talking about we trying to, you know, get, in the, uh, get this property. So, and he worked at a bank. So Allah blessed us to get this property on 71st and Maplewood. And through this, I can't remember the brother's name. God, uh, forgive me. And uh, But uh, he helped us to get this property, and it was a foreclosure. The price was reasonable. It had kitchen. It had bank. It had everything that we needed as a, that we wanted to have community life, you know. So um, uh, 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 um, the, the, once we got the property again, we never saw the brother. Really? And we never saw him. And I told, like I told Imam, uh, Imam Sutan at that time, I said, that was, an, that was an angel. He came, he helped us, and, you know, and then he left, you know. Right. So ever since then, we decided at that particular time we was named Master Mukminun. Mm-hmm. But when we moved over there, we decided to change the name uh, as we began to grow in knowledge and in, in, in Islamic understanding that uh, we wanted to name the place after a pioneer. Uh, from our community that made big sacrifices in our evolution coming from the Nation of Islam 
uh, to now, and his name was Ephraim Baha. So uh, Ephraim Baha was a was a brother who 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 uh, supported the Nation of Islam so much that he would go out and 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 work all day and 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 make so much contributions and and pick up cans and and different things like that because you know that's what he believed in so we wanted to name the place after someone who had uh, that kind of work ethic you know that we can aspire to you know continue you know, so um, so the place was named, and and it was also brought to us by a brother who passed away uh, some years uh, ago, brother. Um, uh, wow, uh, his name uh, passed me right now. But anyway, uh, but anyway, Ifram Baha Cultural Center. So the Ifram Baha Cultural Center now, as a stand. It's a uh, it's a center that addresses the needs of us as Muslims. Uh, we have our uh, salat prayer. Uh, we have our uh, uh, educational classes. Uh, we just finished a session of uh, uh, of studying uh, our leader Imam Muhammad's uh, Ramadan session. So um, we're taking off for the for a winter break because as it get cold, people don't usually come out. Yeah. So uh, we, we decided to take a break from uh, now until August. So we have Islamic study uh, classes. We have Arabic classes. Uh, on Sunday, we have um, a ta'alim, uh, where we have uh, discussions on different issues that affect our families and communities. So. Uh, uh, that affect our children and and what what we're going through as far as living our life in a, in the, in this culture and this society and whatnot and uh, we also have uh, outreach so uh, what we did is that we started going into the community and we started doing dawa we have a dawa team and brother Darrell who has been very faithful at um, doing the work of of. Of of, uh, of um, Dawa right. going into the community, so uh, Brother Daryl and and his team has been very faithful. So we have been cultivating cultivating the community, uh, going out, letting them know who we were. But it wasn't easy. It wasn't let me, easy. Let me ask this because you yes. talk about going outside of the community. Well, you mm-hmm. mentioned that there are quite a few um, activities and resources that are for the Muslim community mm-hmm. uh, itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but outside of mm-hmm. the uh, community, so the uh, so the, the 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 community that you're situated in, mm-hmm. you mentioned the Walk for Moral Excellence. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, how that began, mm-hmm. uh, and, and 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 give the Radio Islam family uh, an idea of of the scope, you know, of, of mm-hmm. its growth. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, uh, the the Walk for Moral Excellence. Uh, it started out as a means of uh, uh, bringing uh, moral consciousness to the community. Um, um, you know, our mission is to uplift the moral value of human life through uh, inspiring and empower- empowering the human potential. So um, we uh, started going out into the community inviting the community to use the Ifram Baha Cultural Center uh, to hold meetings uh, to address 
you open it up to the community. Yes, to hold meetings, uh, to address issues um, uh, that are affecting e, uh, the, our community. As we know, we live in Chicago, so uh, we live right in the heart of the issues, of the violence, the, the guns shooting and stuff like that, you know. And, uh, and you know, so we're right there uh, uh, addressing, uh, trying to be a part of the change, trying to be a part of the influence of the environment. And like I said, when we first moved there, we had real, real big pushback from, uh, uh, from uh, the Lithuanian community. We had to go to court. We had to fight, you know, to be able to hold uh, meetings there and whatnot. But Allah blessed us. And once we did, we thought it was important to get out into the community. Just a quick sidebar. You mentioned mm-hmm. the uh, Lithuanian community. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, th- I think it bears mentioning for those who are not aware of Chicago's history mm-hmm. that you're situated in, in Market Park, right? Yes, yes. So that would be the right. site, uh, unfortunately, the site of right. Dr. King's uh, fabled visit here where he was he said the violence, uh, the well. He said I think he said the bigotry and hatred, so, yeah. something to that degree uh, mm-hmm. that he that he saw right here right. Uh, in Chicago. Right. That it paled in comparison. Right. Uh, well, no, that that it was greater. I'm sorry, it was greater than any uh, thing he had seen. Exactly. Else. Exactly. We were uh, where we're located at is the heart of the neo Nazi party. So uh, if you go back in the history archives and look at 71st, 25, 23, or uh, 25, uh, 21, you will see a picture, no ends allowed, wow. you know, whatnot, you know. So, uh, uh, so we moved in the, into that in the, in the environment, and in that particular environment, we began to affect change. We won the hearts of the people, and as we begin to win the hearts of the people, we begin to get support from the community. Mm-hmm. So as we begin to get more and more support from the community, uh, the Walk for More Excellence began to grow. And the, the Walk for More Excellence is actually a finale. It's, uh, it's actually a finale of a culmination of all the works that we have been doing all year. And at the end of the year, we have this big walk. We started out maybe with about 100 people. I say I'm not even gonna say hundred. We started out probably about fifty people, I, I remember. and we were walking on the sidewalk, and we were calling people back to God. We was calling. We, I mean, we were calling people back to God, back to consciousness, back to righteousness, stop the violence, you know, and whatnot, you know. And over the time, over the years that we've been doing this, uh, last year, I'm pretty sure we had close to somebody said about five hundred people. And wow. I say 500 people because we had food for at least 700, and all the food was gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, um, so uh, the message is getting out. And not just that, it's important for people to understand who we are as Muslims. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the media, uh, or, or this, I'm not going to say the media in general, but there are certain media outlets that want to distort uh, Islam. It wants to distort uh, Muslims. It wants to distort 
what Muslims what Muslims is. But the 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 fact is, if you have a Muslim neighbor, mm-hmm. you got one of the best neighbors in the world. Mm. You know, I mean, you ain't got to worry about nobody, no loud music. You ain't got to worry about uh, no vulgar vulgarity. You don't have to worry about uh, 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 you got a print. You get you got you got somebody who believes in God. They believe in prayer. You know they're not going to be hanging out. You know what I'm saying they ha- they're going to be supporting the community. You know what I'm saying? Was the was the community surprised at the initial offering, saying that uh, we have this space and we're offering it to you as a community partner? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. did they receive that? Did it take? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did they receive that? You know, I. I think it was I think it was uh, easy a little I think it was a little easy mm-hmm. because of our history in America. You mean as, as African Americans? As African Americans, Muslims coming from the nation of Islam or being or the nation of Islam being in the environment of America and and whatnot. So the the just the name Muslim being in a black community, uh, um, it 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 carries a a support. It carries a uh, a, a um, uh, how can I say um, uh, where people have 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 somebody some hope for some some if I could use yeah, that yeah. you know so. Um, uh, when they hear Muslim, until they find out, they don't know the difference a lot between Nation of Islam or regular Muslims when you're African-American. Right. You know, because first thing they think is that you're from the Nation of Islam right. and whatnot. So, and 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 then I, I always tell them I'm from the Nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. I evolved. I came from the Nation of Islam. My father, I was born in the Nation of Islam, you right. know, but I evolved into El-Islam and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? But 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 all the good that I got from the nation, but I keep that. You know what I'm saying? The values, the 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 uh, the, um, the the uh, um, philosophies for do for self. You know, not having too much government in your life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, having money, good homes, friendships, in all walks of life. You know, stuff like that. You know, so right. because of that, uh, 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 people. Uh, they they we get that kind of we get support from the community because they realize that Muslims have had a big contribution to the uh, society of the African American community here in America. Right, they stand up. Right, being a right, being a voice, standing up. I mean, when you look at uh, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, you know, uh, if figures like that, you know, it kind of um, uh, it kind of let you um, let you know. Something and what it what it see what I let people not say you know what made them what made them men great, mm-hmm. what made them great wasn't they name wasn't what they did what made them great is they believed in God, mm-hmm. and they and 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 they and they and and they and they showed it publicly. Now that that leads me into another observation, mm-hmm. and I like your uh, to hear your thoughts on it, mm-hmm. is that regardless of our labels. Mm-hmm. Um, that people are more interested in what you have done, mm-hmm. you know, how you respond to the needs, mm-hmm. uh, to how you respond to their needs. That, there's an old saying that says uh, people don't care 
how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. 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 Uh, and so in making this initial offering, saying that mm-hmm. this space is available to you, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, over the years that you all, you know, have been conducting the, the walk, mm-hmm. how do you? Or has anybody come to you and 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 said anything to you about maybe a changing I, uh, uh, ideas or changing perceptions, or have you noticed changes in people? Maybe things that they might not have said, but just through that association of being there for the community mm-hmm. and, and working with folks, have you have you noticed anything? No, um, mm, no, I haven't notice uh, you mean as far as their perception the like the way they see us uh, yeah i mean and I, I know you know i understand that how how the african american community sees mm-hmm. other african americans regardless of what their religion is mm-hmm. uh that has one that's one layer mm-hmm. of how 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 we receive one another mm-hmm. uh the other being you mentioned that uh the impact and the history of the nation of Islam, in particular, mm-hmm. in African American communities, mm-hmm. that's something that you know people still remember. You know that that yeah. reputation it, it's carried, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, aside from that, mm-hmm. with the uh, have, but there are still people who don't know of mm-hmm. what Islam is. They don't know right. what who Muslims are, right? Uh, because right. they see so many conflicting representations, right? So what I mean, what I'm saying is, from your experience, mm-hmm. how you've worked with a community, mm-hmm. have you noticed a change in mm-hmm. anyone's uh, demeanor? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Uh, as the more that we get out into the community, as far as working with the uh, community, yes, uh, the more that uh, we can see that people begin to understand and appreciate what we're doing and whatnot. You know. So um, okay, so we may we're we're steadily evolving as an organization. Um, uh, we're a poor organization, so we have to really uh, be creative on how we stretch a dollar and how we do things. So we want to now implement what we call the after-school program, uh, where we can have uh, programs for the youth, for the young people in the neighborhood, a safe zone for the young people in the neighborhood. Uh, they can get exercise, uh, they can get tutoring, uh, they can get a meal, you know, something to eat, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and whatnot, you know. So, and, and uh, computer skills, you know, uh, and whatnot, you know. So, um, uh, with those programs, along with um, uh, the um, uh, community outreach, the homeowners association who we work with uh, within the community, yeah, we have actually uh, uh, people have actually seen us a little bit different, and uh, they feel very comfortable. Uh, I had somebody to somebody to uh, come to the be a, a few weeks ago, and they I was like, uh, "Could you marry? Could you marry us?" <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, I said I would love to marry you." I said, "But you have to be Muslim." <laughs> <laughs> I can't marry you if you're not if you're not if you're not Muslim, you know, uh, and whatnot, you know. So um, uh, that just goes to show me that they're beginning to see us. But I don't want them just to see us as a uh, religious organization. But I want them to see us as a community organization. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, religion is our life. You right. know that's that that's 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 known, but. I want them to know that they have a place 
mm-hmm. that's that that that's in the community that can begin to address the needs to help bring up the moral value of the community. Now we can't, yeah. you know, we can't, uh, you know, hit the whole affect the whole city of Chicago. Right. But I look at it like this: it's almost like a mosquito bite. You know, it's it's enough to get your attention a scratch. Right. You know, whatnot. You know, so if if we can just begin to affect a small area in Marquette Park. And 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 with our organization, I'm talking about the community that we that we're associated with. Mm-hmm. If we can come together, then we can begin to affect more areas. Well, it was know? said. I think the number that was given, um, according to the uh, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, peace and prayers be upon him, mm-hmm. was a uh, seven. It was a seven houses mm-hmm. uh, uh, each way. Yeah. Of you. Uh, yeah. But. but but uh, regardless of the number, the idea mm-hmm. that's being presented is right. to take ownership. You know, it's yeah. to take ownership and, and establish relationships. Yeah. Now, we probably could have a, a, another conversation. We're going to save the, the marriage conversation for another time. Right, right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, you know, um, first of all, I think that's such a great compliment mm-hmm. uh, that uh, a non-Muslim mm-hmm. would come, you know, and, uh, and, and ask that. And I know... I personally, I, I know of some brothers mm-hmm. that have been in that same position. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think that'll be a good discussion. We might, we might yeah, have right. to get some of the, uh, <laughs> get some brothers on and uh, and sisters and, and and have that conversation as well. Right. Uh, right if right. you are just tuning in, uh, Radio Islam family, we are talking with Imam Omar Abdul Kareem. Uh, he is the Imam and Executive Director of the Ifram Baha Cultural Center. If you'd like to give us a call, feel free to do so at three one two seven five zero one one seven eight. That's 312-750-1178. Let me ask another uh, another question. Mm -hmm. So as the uh, as the walk in particular, Mm -hmm. uh, as it as it as it has grown, Mm -hmm. um, have you noticed a change in the uh, in in the in the community? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, We have been told by the former police commander uh, that um, the efforts that was uh, put on between uh, ceasefire and the efforts of the walk for more excellence uh, in the community uh, has actually decreased crime really in the area you know and um, I'm I'm noticing that more, like I, like I want to say, more and more people now are feeling uh, uh, like the Baja Center is part, is theirs in the community. I let the youth know, and, you know, the young people know. I said, listen, if you want some water or something like that, you know, I said, just come on in. We got a water cooler right at the front door, and you can get you some water, you know. Right. So, you know, um, uh, uh, Muslims, we cannot sit, we cannot uh, not engaged community. We can't just go into a community and keep to ourselves and expect for people to know us, who we are, what kind of life we are. We have to, we have to go to the CAPS meeting. We have to go to the block clubs meeting. We have to get involved. And that's how the society is going to change because as long as we don't, then the microphone of the media begins to take control and they get to tell everybody who we are. Absolutely. Because we're not doing it. Absolutely. Uh, on that note, uh, we're going to take a short, short break. Uh, you are listening 
to to who? To Radio Islam. And we're going to take a, a quick break, I think. Just a, a short break. But we will be back. driver. Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Would your business survive a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org slash caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Would your business survive a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Would your business survive a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Assalamu alaikum. Sound Vision is starting a new initiative to provide crisis intervention to those in need. Through the crisis text line, anyone can text 741-741 and be connected via text to a trained crisis counselor who is there to listen and show empathy. The crisis text line is open to everyone. By texting the keyword SALAM, that's S-A-L-A-M, to 741-741, users will be connected to a trained Muslim counselor whenever available. You can also volunteer to undergo training and become a counselor. For more information, visit soundvision.com. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back. Welcome back to Radio Islam. I'm your host, Tariq Kalameen, and you are listening to us live at WCEV 1450 AM. And we stream live, reaching the world. All those who care to listen at www.wcv1450.com. Uh, make sure that you take a moment, like us, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, all at the same handle, and that is at Radio Islam USA. We are joined in studio tonight by Imam Omar Abdul Kareem, who is the Imam and Executive Director of the Ephraim Baha Cultural Center, located in Marquette Park, right on the uh, southwest side of Chicago. And we've been talking about some of the, the works uh, that they do and the, uh, some of the history and uh, their interaction with the community that they serve. And uh, the next thing I want to ask, just in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of offerings to the community, because you mentioned, you said you're in a community that is a part of, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's surrounded by the shooting, you know, by the substance abuse, by the, um, you know, the, the, the just uh, educational problems, you know, whatever problems that we see highlighted on the news, these are the problems that you all are addressing. And you're not running from them. No. Right? You're not. Okay, you know what? I, uh, I get another, I get another uh, <laughs> fail because I told you all, uh, Radio Sound family, that I'm working the boards tonight too. So in order for you to hear them, I got to turn his mic on. We get a mic check. Okay, I yes, got you. I yes. guess. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you're not running from these problems. You're addressing them head on. No. What are some of the pro- What are some of the um, the offerings that that you all have have uh, given in response? Um, you know. Um, Last uh, uh, incident happened last year where they had a, sh- a shooting, and uh, two young men were uh, um, uh, trying to kill each other, mm-hmm. and the parents was worried, uh, uh, you know, uh, about their child, you know, getting killed. So, uh, what we did, we went to the community, we got the pa- both parents, we brought them to the table, and we hash the situation out all right so what we did we brought two young men that want that was looking to kill each other to bring them to a, a reconciliation of 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 uh sparing each other life and 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 i don't know if they got along if they getting along or, or, or whatever you know i don't one of the young men i see them every once in a while the other young men i i don't i don't see them so uh um, um, that was one of the situations, you know. So w- I try to let them know. They look at a. They kind of beginning to look at. Uh, they begin to look at me like clergy, mm. you know, past. And to them, <laughs> they 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 understand when they see ma'am, they re- relate pastor, right? You know, and whatnot. You know, so that's how they. That's that the how. How, how they are looking at it so um uh um we have a uh, a problem with substance abuse so yeah. we have uh, what, uh some brothers that started an organization called malati islamia um some years back so we have a lot malati islamia uh group that meets uh, uh every saturday from twelve o'clock to two o'clock, that deal and they uh, help people with substance abuse and whatnot, you know, and they get a chance to also to hear the word of God, you know, whatnot, you know, because that's inside of the twelve step program right. and whatnot, you know. So, um, um, uh, um, also we have uh, uh, our. Thing that we do between Masjid Otakwa and the Iframbaha Cultural Center, mm-hmm. which is uh, community outreach 
and whatnot, you know. So uh, we have what we call a public address, uh, Fourth Sunday public address. And uh, what we try to do is we try to uh, let the, uh, the general public know as long, and we're educating two people. We're educating our, our our community, and we're getting information out to the outer community about about Islam. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is a work in progress. Uh, we've been doing it for a couple of, a couple of years, and um, uh, and and uh, I'm, I, I think you know you know it's going to be very successful. Uh, speaking to the. Uh, just kind of jumping back, speaking to the substance abuse mm-hmm. uh, concern, uh, because that's something that anybody who is from or who has spent any time in the inner city, mm-hmm. uh, you recognize the signs of of, of drug activity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if there's drug activity, you know that there's also, uh, there are people who are dealing with dependency, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, in your estimation, do you think that I shouldn't ask this as a question because as I'm as I'm about to ask a question, I realize how ridiculous it sounds to ask if you agree or not. I'd just like to know if you would add anything on to this statement. And the statement is that with the number of houses of worship that mm-hmm. we have, particularly mm-hmm. in uh, the African-American community, mm-hmm. that they are being underutilized as resources for mm-hmm. um, to, to provide not, not only substance abuse mm-hmm. um, uh, help, Mm-hmm. but mental health mm-hmm. um, services as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think when you look at the society of America and the houses of worship that we have, especially in the African-American community, mm-hmm. you should ask yourself, with all of these different places, why are our communities are in such hellish situations? Right. And I think it's because you can tell that the purity of the religion has been lost. The purity of it uh, uh, has been lost in a sense of, of, of giving guidance, giving support, giving help to the people. You know, it's a shame. And, uh, you know, the, the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says that charity starts at home mm-hmm. and then it goes abroad. Right. So I have to first start working with my community before I can go and fight for other communities because it's embarrassing to me as an African-American to see the desert communities that we live in, culturally desert, that when we look at the leadership, when we look at the business, and I look at I say, you know what, here it is that we got the entire south side of Chicago, all right, and uh, Chinatown only have a little small part of Chicago. But inside of that little small part of Chicago, they got everything to support their life. You know what I'm saying? They have education. They have business. Uh, they have uh, um, uh, politics. You know, all, even the gangs. You cannot even go into Chinatown. The gangs even look out for their community. All right? So... Uh, even Hispanics. You go into a Hispanic community, you, you notice a Hispanic community right away. You see all the stores. It's just, it just pops out with the colors and, and, and everything, you know? So, now, what I'm, I'm, yeah, and I'm just saying, uh, with, 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 uh, with what we have been given in the past, mm-hmm. 
evolving from the nation of Islam all the way up to where we are right now. We are still in the fight to uplift the moral, ethical life of our people, the African-American community. You know, I, I think that it's, it's, it's very easy to, uh, I guess, fall into uh, seeing particular communities uh, in, a, in a deficit model, mm-hmm. uh, you know, seeing them as, you know, as, as looking at what they what they don't have, mm-hmm. um, and and almost chastising them to say, well, why don't you have this? Because everybody else, you know, has they have institutions, they have mm-hmm. um, material advancement. Mm-hmm. Um, what it does for me, it, it forces me to look back and see what were the uh, formative um, uh, 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 elements. Mm-hmm. How did these things come into being? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, uh, for anybody who's you know looked at the history of Chicago, uh, when it comes to things like you know, we talk about redlining. You know, mm-hmm. after the the Great Migration, you yes, know, we right, had right. Uh, folks that were uh, coming up here from the South, right. trying to escape the uh, oppression, trying not to be lynched. Right. You know. Right. Uh, trying to escape that oppression. And right. thinking that they had a better shot for success, right. you know, up north, right. only to find out that when they got here, mm-hmm. that there were basically two communities that they could move into, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, down on on the as we call it in here, the right. low end, right. you know, uh, right. that Bronzeville area, right. uh, or, or or on the west side, right. you know, right. and and even then, even with the expansion, you know, the 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 places that uh, that this group of people uh, moved to was also met with a removal of social services, you know, that were uh, provided by the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and not to not to go off on on too much of a tangent, but I see all of these things in in within the uh, within the framework of uh, history or or within the framework framework of a system that is designed to to give us communities where because there is no investment there's also no activity mm-hmm. there is no prosperity mm-hmm. uh, and that's one of the things that I really appreciate about you know the legacy of, of the late mayor Harold Washington mm-hmm. is that he he put he put things in, in, in play uh, he says well you're not going to be able to just not do for our communities because mm-hmm. I'm going to tie your community to it as well mm-hmm. so for you to say no to city services in black and brown communities means mm-hmm. that you're also saying no to your communities, whether you be mm-hmm. Polish, Lithuanian, mm-hmm. Swedish, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. So looking at things in that light, mm-hmm. I'm beginning the more and more I think on uh, Radio Slime family. For those of you who are not familiar with Imam uh, Warthi Muhammad, um, uh, I would I would highly recommend that uh, you YouTube him. Google him. Uh, yeah, Google him, go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that he he mentioned was that he was he took the title of spokesperson for human salvation mm-hmm. not african-american salvation mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though he was an african-american yeah right right, right. Mm-hmm. um what i'm seeing is that our collective success or our success or failure is going to happen as a collective group regardless mm-hmm. of our ethnicity regardless mm-hmm. of our our language our race or religion mm-hmm. and that move that that uh, 
that Harold Washington, Mayor Washington at the time, that he pulled uh, just in terms of, you know, like street services and things like that, mm-hmm. saying that we all get it or nobody gets it, mm-hmm. right? You say mm-hmm. no to me, you say no to yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that is also an embodiment of of, uh, of Imam Muhammad mm-hmm. when he says, I'm, I, I am talking about human salvation. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a level of maturity mm-hmm. that I think we're still working on getting to. Mm-hmm. You know, because then we're able to see not that one community is at a deficit. Mm-hmm. We see us all at a deficit, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I, I think that it's, it's, it's going to take a while before we get there. But I think it's, it's a way that we're going to have to start speaking. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if we speak that way, maybe we'll start uh, acting, you mm-hmm. know, in, mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you know um, um, we have to, uh, you know, I think, you know, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is a, is a model for us to take a look at. Yes. And uh, when we see the migration that the Muslims made from Mecca to Medina and um, what they did to begin to establish the first Islamic community, uh, the first Islamic world order, um, a lot of those, a lot of the, a lot of the, 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 um, uh, Sahabas of the Prophet, uh, the Ansars and the Muhajirs, they didn't have, uh, uh, they didn't have a lot, you know. When they, when they, I got to give a quick translation for uh, our non-Muslim Radio Islam family. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. So the Sahaba, the the Prophet's uh, companions, mm-hmm. uh, the Ansar were the helpers. Uh, the Muhajirs, those are the ones who immigrated from uh, Mecca to Medina. So, right. Go ahead. Right. So the uh, the the um, Muhajish, they, um, excuse me, my got kind of <laughs> slurred. <laughs> they migrated from Mecca to Medina, and they didn't. A, a lot of them, they left all the all of their possessions behind. They had to start all over again, but they started all over with the belief, all right, and they started with a with an understanding, a new understanding. And we have to see our community, to, if we're going to have change in, in our community, we're going to have to see that our community is going to have to come into a new belief, uh, a new understanding, and also to, uh, to realize and to uh, 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 under, understand that uh, if we're going to establish, be established, that we are going to have to um, uh, address our needs, starting with the family first. Yes, starting with the family first, uh, with the uh, the mother in the house, the father in the house, uh, starting with the uh, children in the home. And once we start addressing the family, then... Uh, uplifting a family, changing a family, then we could begin to start changing the community because it takes every family, it take, uh, 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 every family is part of a community. So I like it, I like it, uh, the wording like this. If the life of the individual is spoiled, the life of the community is spoiled. If the life of the individual is good, then the life of the community is good. So what I'm saying is that if we work 
on uplifting the 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 alkyl and that means the brain the mm-hmm. mind if we start stimulating the mind putting the right thing in in the in in the mind you know cuz right now people are just too much too physically too physical and material let me pass this question on to you real quick mm-hmm. that was um uh sent in mm-hmm. uh what do you think cuz yeah wow as always our the hour flies by really yeah oh. <laughs> we're, we're almost there so okay. let me ask you mm-hmm. what do you think um uh, one the single biggest challenges uh, that uh, are facing future plans for engaging youth. For engaging youth? Yeah. The, well, I, the, I probably could distill that. Um, the question is worded kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. As I see it, what are the the single biggest challenges that you see in in regard to engaging this the the, the youth the, this next this younger generation? Our challenge is fighting with the influences that this society has given our youth. In other words, making uh, our life to them is square. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, they, they see our life as praying, you know, uh, all the time. And even though they know the value of it, but at the, at the same time, they look at the fun that their friends are having. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, they can be on the Game Boy all day, you know what I'm saying? They have all this freedom to do this and, you know, and whatnot, you know. And they see the restrictiveness of of life. And the only thing we're trying to che- uh, 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 teach them is that freedom has a value. That's what we're trying to teach them. Sure. And, that's what we're, and that's where we're losing them at because outside of Islam, the freedom that we see it don't have a value. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, you know, so, um, I mean, you can be as free as you want outside, but in Islam, you know what I'm saying, the freedom to please Allah, right. that's, wh- that's where we're at. So that, that's, the, that's the struggle, that's the fight that we're having right now and trying to capture and, and with our youth, you know, because we don't have Islamic schools, per se. I mean, we have Islamic schools, but yeah, I'm, just saying, of- yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying— uh, uh, you mean within uh, the inner city? Yes, right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just like we have public schools. Right. We have more public schools than we have Islamic schools, so right. uh, they, it's a bigger influence there. All right. Mm-hmm. This is going to be my final question for you. Do you yes. think, uh, and I've talked about this before, but do you think mm-hmm. uh, or do you agree that mm-hmm. Islam has the best, or the Muslim community in the United, the United States of America mm-hmm. has the best opportunity to show a model for uh, for for uh, demonstrating the human family, which uh, mm-hmm. what, what I mean is overcoming mm-hmm. the uh, the race stratification, the race, mm-hmm. race the differences that are uh, mm-hmm. based on race and, and, and based on race and ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Do you agree that the Muslim community has the best because of its diversity mm-hmm. um, that it has the best opportunity to kind of take leadership and show what that looks like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do, but. Also, uh, you know, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He said, "In the end, you'll see Christ Jesus and Muhammad together." Mm-hmm. So, uh, in this society that we're living in, I think it, what's going to have to happen is that uh, uh, sincere Muslims, sincere Christians, are going to be the uh, are going to be that model. You know, is uh, uh, you know, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He said, "In heaven, he said, you're going to see Christians." Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jews, Christians, and Muslims, and whatnot. You know, so um, uh, if we all realize that, that um, 
that uh, we're working for one humanity, mm-hmm. uh, that we're working for one uh, community, that we're working for change. You know, um, I, I believe that yes, yes, we could we could be that we could be that model. Okay. Yes. Well, I I, I appreciate you uh, coming in. <laughs> Uh, and spending this 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 hour with us. Thank you, brother. I appreciate uh, you inviting me. Pray for uh, yeah. for your continued success and for the uh, success of the uh, Effenbar Culture Center. Thank you. Uh, as it continues to serve the community and 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 uh, and build bridges. Yes. You know. Yes. Because, uh, like you said, that's that is really, I think, regardless of what our religion is, uh, um, that. That idea of that human family, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I'm quick to mention, you know, that right. we have Muslim listeners and we have non-Muslim listeners, mm-hmm. um, but they're all a part of that Radio Islam family. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that being said, uh, once again, we we definitely appreciate you, and uh, Radio Islam family. For those of you who are uh, intending on coming out this Sunday uh, for the Sira conference, we look forward to seeing you all. All right, all right, hold on a second here. Um, now, here's the problem, uh, Radio Sun family. I'm on the boards once again, <laughs> right? And I'm trying to cue up a little outro music for you, but there it is. There's that outro music. All right, so we want to give a big shout-out to uh, Leonard, our engineer over at WCEV. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, your guest, once again, Imam Omar abdul Kareem. Uh, and f- you can follow follow uh, Ifrim Bahar Culture Center on Facebook. They've got a Facebook page. Look them up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am your host, producer, and engineer, Terry Kellamine. Man, I did it all tonight. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> our, our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. Uh, please be uh, remember that the words that have been, uh, views that have been expressed by the host and or guests are theirs and not to be taken as the uh, views of Sound Vision. And we look forward. To joining you all back here tomorrow night for our Friday night artist profile with uh, Zuri Salahuddin, a uh, uh, wonderful Chicago-based singer, and we're gonna have a great conversation with her. So I'm gonna leave you all as I greeted you with Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Alaikum salam.